Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Today's episode's done outside of a coffee shop here in Altadena. It's gorgeous out, and I thought I would have a conversation with you outdoors. So before I get into day three of the 31 days of being single on purpose, um, I just had a revelation. I was scrolling through my Instagram, and I was tagged on a photo of a group of people running their own uh, single on purpose group. And what hit me was just a few weeks ago, I had this idea and I was talking to marketing with my publishers about possibly just, you know, hitting the streets. And instead of doing some kind of podcast tour, um, I asked my marketer if <laughs> if she could make me some stickers. <laughs> and from there, it turned into uh, what if we ask a bunch of people um, on the internet if they want to run their own single on purpose groups and so this was the first photo that I got with uh, an actual group of strangers who connected by this thread of being single on purpose and going through the workbook Um, this was the first photo that I've seen hopefully there's going to be many more but um, just seeing this one photo reminded me to remind you the joy in this life of an idea actually becoming reality you know um the birth of an idea is just i think it's one of the great joys of this world right is everything starts with an idea um but if you can actually Manifested into reality, something shifts in you where you now believe that you can do things, where that something is possible, right? And so it's no longer an idea or dream, it's now reality. So, of course, I would love, you know, hundreds of these little home churches and coffee shops and people going through my workbook, but um, just having one, just having one group, one photo of these, I think there's like eight of them, uh, meeting. It's just, I mean, that just, it's everything to me. And if there are no more groups, I'm still going to label this or stamp this as uh, meaningful, as rewarding. I'm not using the word success. Uh, I think that's a dangerous word. Uh, But this is really rewarding to me. It's meaningful. It lines up with my story and reminds me that you can have an idea and uh, through hard work and being a little bit fearless and putting yourself out there, taking a risk, uh, it could manifest into reality. And if you give yourself a lot of these experiences, uh, things start shifting inside you, you know? And then this is where you start to take bigger risks and you start to, uh, and not everything's gonna work, of course. Everything you throw at the wall is not gonna stick. Um, So many things that I've done have not stuck, but it gives you a stronger muscle when it comes to taking risks, executing, and turning ideas into reality. Okay, 
So the mantra today, day three, is I'm not lonely, I'm experiencing loneliness. There's a difference between being lonely and experiencing loneliness. Being lonely is tied to your worth or value, and experiencing loneliness, it just means you're human. I think a lot of people, when they're single, and I have a lot of clients who struggle with this, they say they are lonely, and they internalize it. They tie the feeling of loneliness to their worth, and they start to believe that they are worth less because they are lonely, you know? Um, if you see loneliness as a feeling that you're experiencing, just like hunger, just like, you know, pain, just like any feeling, being horny, it, it's, uh, it's the accepting of this feeling at the same time not attaching or internalizing the feeling. That's the work. Uh, when you feel something, you shouldn't minimize or push it away. You should, you should feel it. Allow yourself to feel it, you know? Um, but after that, then create the distance where that feeling is no longer internalized. And this is where many make the mistake. This is where it can get dangerous, where people allow themselves to feel and then they feel that because of they are because they are feeling this that they are the effective or you know what whatever whatever that is um, and then that belief becomes a false belief and these false beliefs are stored in our subconscious and we start to pull from them you know and of course it amplifies any kind of imaginary ticking clock you have and uh, it's gonna you're gonna be more aligned with desperation. And your whole singlehood journey is, is going to be difficult. It's going to be a mental game. It's going to be a mind fuck. And there's no need to experience that, you know. And so the way to avoid it is to accept the feeling, any feeling that you have. And I think the acceptance piece is really important because when you accept a feeling, you're telling yourself that you're giving yourself permission to feel. I know many of us grew up um, yelled at right if we felt something i mean like our parents would say stop crying um if our parents may not have held a safe space uh, a lot of a lot of boys uh being told to man up you know that kind of thing and so i think reparenting slash reconnecting to yourself does start with you giving yourself permission to feel something and being okay that you feel whatever you feel you know and then from there the other step as a practice is to know that you are experiencing this feeling and it's going to pass. It's going to pass like that amazing summer. It's going to pass like that horrible winter. It's going to pass like everything passes in life. So my new joy in life and also super meaningful is running these weekend retreats in Idaho, California like-minded people with a common thread of working on themselves coming together for the weekend going through some kind of journey or character arc half somatic experiences like ice plunges and guided hikes and the other half group processing processing about life love relationships and of course great coffee and homemade food come check it out if you want to come it's a like adult summer camp tatretreats.com to find out when the next one is. That's TATretreats.com and I will see you in the wild.
And so you have to feel through it. And I think that's also how it passes is allow yourself to feel and you feel through it instead of white knuckling or rejecting. And that tends to um, amplify. It tends to not digest. You know, when you push things down, they don't pass. They don't, they, 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 they just, they're like, a, what are those things? One of my biggest fears in life are uh, to have uh, kidney stones. Because I hear it's a, it's like as painful as having a child. They're just slicing the, your insides. And uh, if you don't allow yourself to feel um, these feelings turn into kidney stones. So what are you doing today in action to allow yourself uh, to feel? How are you giving yourself permission? Uh, meaning, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing in the day-to-day when you feel any feelings that you, you, know, you, you may label or judge, right? How do you actually allow yourself to feel them? Um, I know with me, if I'm having a tough time and I'm experiencing uh, loneliness, I, I like to sit with it because knowing myself, I tend to react. Uh, I have a dic- addiction in my blood. And I don't know if that's a real thing. I think it is. Uh, I have uh, alcoholism uh, in my, on my dad's side, my mom's side, everywhere. And so I definitely have the addictive gene, if you believe in that. And uh, when I don't feel good, if I'm feeling loneliness or depressed or whatever I'm feeling, uh, I will try to numb with uh, food, sex, uh, anything that will make me feel good, right? Like many people. And so since I know that about myself, if I am feeling lonely, and I've felt lonely many times, uh, both in relationships and when, I'm sing- when I was single, I try to take a breath. I try to kind of sit with it, you know. And this is hard to do, and it's uncomfortable. But sitting with being lonely, uh, meditating, giving yourself to feel that, um, this is where I started to kind of reparent myself, you know, giving myself uh, compassion and empathy. And you could even like, you could even talk to yourself and say, you know, I, I know you're lonely and you're, or I know you're experiencing loneliness, uh, but it's not who, uh, it doesn't define you. And it just means uh, that uh, your body is experiencing loneliness, which is just a sign that um, you may need connection. And that connection doesn't have to come in the form of an intimate partner. Uh, maybe you should reach out to a friend, right? Can you take care of yourself because you are experiencing loneliness? So I used to sit with myself and be, okay, well, I'm experiencing loneliness. Um, what do I need? And then the work or the practice is to give yourself what you need, right? And this is the uh, reparenting piece, self-soothing piece. And then you decide that when you give yourself what you need, if that's going to be healthy for you or not. And so sometimes uh, if I feel uh, uh, loneliness, uh, sometimes I need to be alone to experience solitude. Other times I need to connect with other humans. Um, And then my job is to reach out, is to make the call or the FaceTime. Um, if If I'm alone and I'm experiencing loneliness, I may go on a motorcycle ride or I may go... Um, or if I want to be alone, I may go, uh, you know, write, uh, do something that is creative or go for a run. But I also know that I shouldn't go uh, through drive throughs <laughs> I know that I shouldn't uh, um, put pressure on my partner to have sex. 
and if I'm if I don't have a partner um, to you know use uh, sex or masturbation or anything like that in a way where I'm just escaping and numbing. Um, and so I write my own prescription. And then some, some days um, I fall short. And some days I'm able to execute. And the days that you fall short, you gotta, you gotta give yourself um, compassion, you know. Uh, the fact that you were aware and you tried is already enough. And uh, you can't judge yourself because you didn't fully execute or you didn't get to the gym or you didn't, you know, whatever. So being kind to yourself, of course, is a part of all this. So today is day three. I am not lonely. I'm experiencing loneliness. And today's one thing is describe the loneliness you're feeling. Think of it like having a cold or a flu, right? What does it feel like? What are the symptoms? What does loneliness feel like in your body? The more detailed you can be, the better. As if you're explaining your experience to an alien has no idea what loneliness is. So pull from curiosity and write that uh, in the workbook if you got it. You could grab it on Amazon or uh, in your journal. So if you're asking why describe loneliness, yes, you probably haven't written your feelings down since... Uh, you carried that composition book in high school. I don't know. Um, and yes, I know you're still tempted to skip this part, but here's why it's important. Writing down what you're feeling or experiencing does three things. One, it validates what you're feeling. What you're feeling is real, and there's acceptance in this validation. Two, writing it down is processing it. Not just dumping out and unloading, but also working through reflecting and understanding yourself better. This is why people journal in the morning, right? And three, yeah, you told yourself when you started this workbook, you wouldn't half-ass it. If you're going to do it, go all the way. Any resistance is color dye showing you where you need to double down. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Be well. Be well.